It's October 11th. I'm Brian Dean Wright, former CIA operations officer, and this is The Wright Report. Hey, good day to you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The Wright Report, your daily news podcast. I've got continuing special coverage of the war in the Middle East this morning, a war that is shaping America and the world. We start with this. American boots are on the ground in Israel. I'll explain their mission in just a bit. Second, Israel is under attack in the north of their country by the terror group Hezbollah. I'll tell you how bad it is. Third, Israel is increasing the number of reservists that they are calling up for this war to 360,000. Fourth, some civilian casualties to tell you about with latest numbers out of both Gaza and Israel with this horrific news. 40 Israeli children were killed by Hamas, some of which were beheaded. Fifth, Western governments are expressing their support for Israel this morning, but not all of its citizens. Leftist and Democrat groups in the U.S. like Black Lives Matter, they continue to celebrate both Hamas and their acts of terror. So we will talk about all of that, plus my analysis and opinion later in the podcast. But first, let's get started with our leading news of the morning. American boots are now on the ground in Israel trying to save the U.S. citizens who were kidnapped by Hamas. This comes just a day after White House NSC spokesman John Kirby said that the U.S. would consider its options trying to rescue the 11 or so Americans that are kidnapped and being held in the Gaza Strip. When pressed for details, the U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin would only confirm that our special operators are now working with Israeli special forces inside that country, but would not share additional details. But I will tell you this, per my own sources, I can say with high confidence that our men are on the ground in Israel, locating and killing the Hamas terrorists and trying to rescue your fellow Americans. So let us pray for their success and I'll keep you posted. Second, Israel is being attacked from the north of their country this morning by the terror group Hezbollah and a small number of fighters from Hamas. The attacks have originated from neighboring countries of Syria and Lebanon, although as of this recording, the attacks have been relatively modest in overall scale and damage, which is good. Now, as you would imagine, Israel has responded in all cases, neutralizing the threat in both Lebanon and Syria, at least for now. But in response, Hamas and Hezbollah are promising that the attacks will continue and indeed will escalate. Now, that hasn't happened, at least not so far. But if so, it would dramatically increase the odds of a regional war involving more Arab countries and and just not these terror groups. More to come. Third, Israel appears to be increasing the number of reservists that it has called up for this war. The previous number was 300,000, but the Washington Post is reporting that the number is closer to 360,000. And that number is inching closer to the war back in 1973. That is when 400,000 Israeli reservists were called up after Egypt and Syria launched a surprise attack on the then young Jewish state. So those 360,000 reservists, by the way, they're not just coming from inside Israel. Men and women from around the world are flying home to Israel to report for duty, to include from U.S. cities like Miami and New York, where flights are full this morning. One other thing to note for you, overall, the Israeli reservists range in age from 18 to 40, except for one man. He's 95. He was called up by his country's military to inspire and rally the troops. When he was interviewed in his old fatigues, he said that his message to all those younger men and women Well, that would be pretty simple. Quote, don't give up, end quote. 
Fourth, an update for you on the fighting inside Israel and the civilian casualties this morning, both in Gaza and in Israel. And let me say, ladies and gentlemen, some listener discretion is advised, some very ugly details to report. We start in Israel where defense forces and local press say that Hamas fighters are still hiding in isolated pockets of many of those small Israeli villages where they previously attacked. Apparently, Hamas members are taking the uniforms of dead Israeli police and military personnel. Then they will knock on the doors of area homes and promise to provide protection and aid. But as you would imagine, once the doors are opened, Hamas then kills or rapes, tortures, burns to death the victims inside. And that is why Israeli officials are warning people to remain locked in their homes no matter who knocks. Meanwhile, more horrific details are emerging on how Hamas is killing their victims. We are getting word from CBS News, CNN, Fox News, and local press that say that over 40 babies so far have been found dead, some of them decapitated by knives. Other babies had their heads blown off by Hamas shooters. And we know all of this because, sadly, it is on video in some cases, captured by the Hamas militants themselves, and they are sharing those proudly online. Speaking of videos, Hamas is also releasing video showing their men breaking into Israeli safe rooms in these uh, Israeli homes, and then the video shows them slaughtering 10 to 20 people at a time. Finally, there is another very sad case of a mother and father putting their newborn in a safe room and fleeing the house in order to distract the Hamas fighters. The baby survived, but the parents did not. Israeli officials say that the death toll is now well over 1,000, but a precise number, as you can now appreciate, will be unknown for some period of time. I should note, as I did yesterday and Monday, that it's not just Israelis who were and are being targeted. A prominent peace activist from Canada, her name is Vivian Silver, she had been volunteering for years in the Gaza Strip to help Palestinians and provide them medical care. But she is now a hostage and in uncertain condition. Well, in response to the attacks and the ongoing terror, the Israeli military has increased its strikes on targets inside of the Gaza Strip. Entire districts within that Palestinian territory have been absolutely reduced to rubble. Hamas officials say 830 civilians are now dead with residences and medical facilities and even schools hit by Israeli missiles and artillery. Although one note of caution on that, as the United Nations has previously reported, Hamas prefers to co-locate its military operations inside of residences, medical facilities and schools, sometimes with civilians alongside them, although sometimes not. In other words, Hamas uses its own people as human shields. More to come. Before we move on to the next series of briefs about the fallout of this war, specifically inside the United States, plus all of my analysis and opinion, let's take our first break of the morning. We'll be right back. Folks, if there were ever a product that you should consider, man, this is it. Jace Medical. They provide an emergency supply of prescriptions and antibiotics. And here's why you should consider them. As listeners know, I have spoken about how China and India control most of our prescription drugs, including antibiotics. Well, what happens if a war should break out over, say, Taiwan or maybe a pandemic again? Well, we all know what happens. Our supplies of critical products get interrupted, and that is not acceptable if your life depends on it. So that is why I am proud to tell you about JaceMedical.com. And here's how it works. You fill out a simple form at jasemedical.com. Then you speak with a board-certified physician. 
And within days, your order arrives at your home for emergency use. And I'll tell you, this is not for casual use, folks. Talk to your normal doctors for sniffles and such. This is for emergency use, with potency lasting for years, should the worst ever come. So, friends, go to jacemedical.com, enter promo code RIGHT, that is W-R-I-G-H-T, and you will get a discounted order. Again, that is promo code RIGHT at jasemedical.com. Folks, we are entering into the fall and winter, which sometimes gives us good weather, but sometimes not. And if you have ever been through the bad stuff, say a windstorm or frozen rain, you know that the time to prepare is not when the lights go off. The time to prepare is right now. And that is why you should order emergency supplies from 4patriots.com. And when you do, folks, take a look at their long-lasting and very tasty food options. Their food kits are hand-packed in the U.S. of A., last for up to 20 25 years. They include a wide variety of breakfasts and lunches and dinners and are backed by thousands of five-star customer reviews. So folks, go to 4patriots.com, explore their products, and make sure that whatever you do, you buy supplies that get you ready for whatever might come your way. And right now, when you buy those supplies, you are going to get 10% off, but only if you use promo code RIGHT on that first purchase. So go to 4 patriots.com that is number four patriots.com use that promo code right w-r-i-g-h-t and you're going to get that 10 percent off your first order so my friends please do go to four patriots.com and go there today before the lights go off so you've got an idea for a business the store of your dreams there's just one thing to figure out everything that's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Welcome back to The Right Report. Let's continue with our briefs this morning on how this war in Israel is affecting the United States. Joe Biden yesterday spoke to the nation about his view of the war in the Middle East. He spoke in seemingly clear terms about how Hamas and its terrorist attacks, well, they're terrible, calling them, quote, acts of sheer evil that bring to mind the worst rampages of ISIS, end quote. He then went on to say that, quote, like every nation in the world, Israel has the right to respond, indeed has a duty to respond to these vicious attacks, end quote. He later said that the Israeli military would have whatever equipment and weaponry that they needed from the United States. In fact, Bloomberg News is reporting that Boeing is rushing its shipment of 1000 smart bombs to Israel should be there later uh, today, tomorrow or certainly sometime this week. At any rate, Mr. Biden concluded his remarks yesterday by saying this, quote, in this moment, we must be crystal clear. We stand with Israel, end quote. Unfortunately, though, uh, his political coalition throughout this country and indeed in Congress apparently does not agree with him. Consider this. A poll just a couple of months ago showed that most Democrats actually sympathize with the Palestinians. Indeed, 49% expressed their affinity for the Palestinian cause, while only 38% felt the same for Israelis. And that polling has likely not changed even now after the attacks. And if that seems a little bit hard to believe, 
well, we might want to consider the statements made yesterday by the leftist group Black Lives Matter. They and their affiliates released statements yesterday praising the Hamas terrorists, namely those paragliders that dropped into the concert that I told you about, who then killed 250 people. The folks at BLM also offered this next statement, and I would hope that we would all listen very carefully to this. Quote, we must stand on the side of the oppressed, the Palestinians. When a people have been subjected to decades of apartheid and unimaginable violence, their resistance must not be condemned, but understood as a desperate act of self-defense. End quote. They then added this, quote, as a radical black organization grounded in abolitionist ideals, we see clear parallels between black and Palestinian people. End quote. So that, of course, my friends, raises the specter this morning that BLM and other leftist groups would, in fact, engage in similar tactics as Hamas because they, too, have felt decades of apartheid and violence and oppression. And that's very important to remember this morning. Meanwhile, Mr. Biden's other coalition members, namely the Democrat Socialists of America or DSA, they, too, continue to express their uh, support for Hamas, blaming Israel for the attacks. In fact, we now have a video of their rally over the weekend in New York where participants actually flashed the Nazi symbol and signs to underline their solidarity with the idea that Jews must be eliminated. Well, that is causing some awkward tension amongst America's socialists, including Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She and other radical leftists are releasing statements that are trying to balance their longstanding criticism of Israel with this base of their supporters who are now embracing terror and Nazism this morning. Indeed, you can read all about that in the transcripts. Meanwhile, on the other side of the American political aisle, some Republicans are now calling for a war against Iran. As listeners know from my briefs over the past couple of days, Iran is the longtime backer of both Hamas and Hezbollah. Indeed, those are the two terror groups responsible for organizing this weekend's terror attacks in Israel. And that is why Republican Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina is saying that the United States should bomb Iran and its oil refineries, all as a form of punishment. So here is what he said on Monday. Quote, for every Israeli or American hostage executed by Hamas, we should take down an Iranian oil refinery. That is the only way you are going to keep this war from escalating. It's to hold Iran accountable. It is now time to take the war to the Ayatollah's backyard, end quote. Meanwhile, the U.S. Pentagon is issuing a, well, softer form of that threat. It came from America's top general, the new chairman of the Joint Chiefs, Charles Brown, he said yesterday that, quote, we want to send a pretty strong message to Iran. Do not get involved. We do not want this war to broaden. And the idea is for Iran to get that message loud and clear, end quote. Although, as listeners know, Iran is already involved through the use of their proxy forces of Hezbollah and Hamas. So those are the latest facts and data out of the Middle East this morning from U.S. boots on the ground to warnings that the war could spread up to and including a war between the U.S. and Iran. Let us now take our final break of the morning. When we return, I will share my analysis and opinion on today's developments. We'll be right back. Welcome back to The Right Report with my analysis and opinion on this morning's update out of the Middle East and this war in Israel. 
And today we are going to focus on the domestic angles to this war. Three things about how this war impacts America and ultimately what it says about us. So let's start with this. U.S. Special Forces are in Israel this morning doing what they're trained to do, killing bad people to save good people. And I'll tell you, they are entering an absolute hornet's nest. If you have seen the video or the pictures of post-bombing in Gaza Strip by the Israelis, these areas, my goodness, what a mess. Sniper positions everywhere, IEDs, I can assure you, booby traps all around. It will be a wickedly hard mission to pull off. So I pray for all of our men over there. I hope that they come home alive and, of course, complete the mission. So let us pray. Amen. Second, when we talk about deploying men like this or women from any of our armed forces, we ought to do so with very great care and tremendous caution. And that is partly because, at least in my view, we don't properly understand our own weaknesses, especially with this Iranian threat. So let me tell you what I mean, focused on something that you might not know. Back in 2017, two men were arrested in the United States for conducting pre-operational surveillance for potential terror attacks. Now, one of these guys, a fellow named Ali Karani, was arrested and charged with casing the John F. Kennedy Airport in New York City. During questioning, Mr. Karani said that he was one of many sleeper cells in the United States buried deeply in this country, serving on behalf of Hezbollah. Now, as listeners know, that is one of Iran's leading terror groups that operates all around the world. As listeners also probably know, sleeper cells, they stay quiet until they're activated, in this case by leaders in Tehran. Mr. Karani's role, by the way, was to buy and prepare bomb-making materials and stash those in key nodes throughout the United States. So we should probably then ask this morning, how many of these sleeper cells exist? And where in the country do they exist? Seems pretty darn important to ask and answer those questions as we're talking about a war with Iran. Well, the short answer to these questions is we don't know. The number is probably in the dozens of sleeper cells located primarily where we see a lot of ethnic Iranians like in Michigan or Los Angeles, Chicago, New York and Boston. But the point is this Hezbollah is here right now and has been for years So to think that we could bomb Iran's oil refineries without any cost to us, well, that would be foolish, I think. You would pay dearly, I suspect, in your hometown or somewhere near it. And I would just urge us, including Senator Graham, to remember this before we even think about starting a new war, generally, but definitely with Iran. And that's because we're just not ready for it. We are not ready to defeat those sleeper cells. Which takes me to my third observation this morning. We are not ready for another war because the people of America aren't ready. And that's because if we're to be honest, ladies and gentlemen, this country is sick. There are Americans this morning, exclusively Democrats and leftists like BLM, that are actually celebrating a terror organization that decapitated babies. And I can't believe that that's true, but it is. It's not hyperbole. They believe that those babies in the Israeli government deserve to die because Israel has no place in the Middle East. And if this seems utterly impossible to you, please check the transcripts and review the material for yourself. And I say that earnestly, because if we don't inform ourselves about this, well, America's media sure won't. 
And that's because of this reason. Recall, ladies and gentlemen, that they embraced BLM and leftist groups like Antifa during the summer riots of 2020. So they are going to be a little bit gun shy, no pun intended, to admit that these groups that they so strongly backed were actually pretty vile, flat out evil, if I may. And frankly, neither will the White House admit that they got it wrong and tell you about that. Recall that both Mr. Biden and his vice president, Kamala Harris, are firmly on the record for praising these leftist groups, especially BLM, to win the White House and the Senate. So we shouldn't expect them to suddenly admit that actually it is their own political coalition that is the gravest of dangers to this nation. Now, to be fair, it is true that the White House and some Democrats might criticize these radical leftist groups, but it'll be brief and without consequence. In fact, we know that's true. The White House yesterday did hit at socialists on Capitol Hill like AOC for supporting Hamas and its terror, but the White House didn't demand that they you know, be punished, pushed out of Congress, maybe announce a primary opponent. No, because if they were to do that, that would involve some real change. It would require an admission of failure or regret. And that is why I suspect they won't do it. They are simply not ready to face the fact that this country is sick and that their coalition is a part of that sickness. And so that is one of the reasons, ladies and gentlemen, for why I don't think that Senator Graham of South Carolina, he is offering us very good counsel this morning. That's because this country just isn't ready for a big fight and the sacrifice that would come with a big war with a country like Iran and all of their sleeper cells. So instead of war, let us do this. Let us support the Israelis to do as they must. Let them respond with the righteous vengeance that they so desire and deserve. Meanwhile, we need to have some righteous fights of our own, but not, not on the battlefield. We need to settle our fights at the ballot box. And with that, Ladies and gentlemen, we conclude your morning brief. As always, I will see you tomorrow, God willing. Until then, I leave you with the creed of every good spy and every wise American. They're the words from the Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 32. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Good day.